Hey beautiful lady, we are going to go through seven tips to maintain your peace and sanity over the holidays, especially with navigating family dynamics, because I know it can be hard, you know, and feel extra stressful given some maybe challenging relationship dynamics and other circumstances around the holiday events and times with either extended family or friends uh, and just people we're not always around, you know, people we might be catching up with, people we have a long history of relationships with. And so there can be some extra stress and tension that comes. There can also be some potential conflict. There can be, you know, I think family dynamics are always in some ways messy, can be complicated, can be chaotic. They can, you know, either feel like places of love, home, belonging, and community, or places of negativity, of comfort, of tension, of insecurity and, and so many things um, or maybe somewhere in between or both a little bit of both and so you know whatever it is for you you maybe you are facing or dreading a little bit of the those tensions that can come or a little bit of the discomfort that can come with the holiday season whether it's unsolicited or maybe passive-aggressive comments from family or opinions of other people about either you know where you are in life your decisions your parenting you know so many different things even your body uh, maybe it's political disagreements or differing values or maybe differing um, faith. Maybe it's feeling labeled or having a hard time not kind of reverting back to where we used to be as a child, who we used to be as a child, how we used to treat each other, even though we've since grown a lot, obviously. Maybe it's navigating different personalities, drama, or relationships that are still in need of healing. Maybe it's a little bit of dread around potential judgment or criticism, kind of comparison and competition that can happen. Maybe it's the jokes that kind of are a little bit more like jabs because we know how to rub each other the wrong way and just push each other's buttons as family members. We know each other's vulnerabilities. And oftentimes we've tolerated certain things like that for years, right, the way that we treat each other. Maybe it's unrealistic or kind of unmet expectations in you know what we hope for in our holiday versus what ends up happening. Or maybe it's upended plans due to sickness or other reasons. Maybe it's like those moments where we feel like we have to hide in the bathroom just to catch a break. So whatever it is for you, you know, I think we can oftentimes have this sort of fantasy picture of what a picture-perfect family gathering will look like, but it oftentimes does not look anything like that, right? At the same time, we are called to be a light. We're called to radiate the light of Christ to the people around us, and that includes our family, even though they're oftentimes our extended family for different reasons that we just talked about. It can be some of the hardest people to really live that out fully with and so we don't become that kind of a woman who's capable of doing that without preparation without intention and without God's grace and so we are going to chat about how we can have a bit more peaceful Christmas season even if we're spending a lot of time with extended family even if we're dreading a little bit of some of those challenges that might come how we can maintain our peace and our sanity hey friend welcome to arm to the heart I'm Megan Gephardt. I believe life and motherhood is a gift. I believe each of us are born with a unique mission we're meant to fulfill. I believe babies and dreams can and do go together. I believe it is possible to pursue the dreams in our hearts and also be a great mom at the same time when we let God lead us. I believe it takes a village and a whole lot of grace and that military life and motherhood is so much better when we do it together. So let's put on the armor of God. Let's run this race set before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. So let's go ahead and dive right in. So number one is to set goals and intentions for each event or for the time that you will spend together as a whole. So, you know, if you're spending a day with extended family or just an afternoon or an evening, or if you're spending a week or even two or however long it is, 
set an intention for that time. And a couple things to think about here that I found helpful in the past as I've spent time with extended family is how can we positively impact our environment rather than being negatively impacted by it? You know, we know our family best, so how can we be a gift to the people around us? And how can we help continue to transform the culture in a positive way? How can we, you know, be people who can help stop the negativity, any toxicity, any complaints, gossip, whatever it is, before it comes up? So it could be helpful here to maybe write out a vision or a prayer for who we want to be and to repeat that often. And that can remind us of, you know, really stepping into that person instead of regressing maybe into who we used to be around those same people. Because the truth is we're going to feel triggered in some ways by people who, you know, we might be in relationship with that still needs healing. And so that's, um, it's just something to keep in mind. If we have that vision top of mind for who we want to be and how we want to show up, and how we want to interact, then it's just easier to step into that. So, you know, what are your scripts? What are your game plans for different scenarios that might arise? You know, or do you have a, I think this is good, especially if you have difficult relationships with certain family members, what's your walk away criteria? If you know you might need that, if you need to set the boundary and what boundaries might you need to set ahead of time? And I have a whole separate podcast episode on how to set boundaries with more confidence and compassion, like loving boundaries. So go ahead and listen to that. If you know that that's something I bet every single person needs this. I know I need boundaries in so many areas of life. And so that's something that can really protect your peace during this season. So that could be a great, um, great resource for you as well. So going into this time with specific intentions though, or any kind of event with specific intentions gives you the direction and the confidence you need. And again, if you need, what this could look like specifically for setting boundaries is how much time are you going to spend with certain people? In deciding that, you know, in setting those intentions and, you know, not necessarily feeling like you have to be at the whims of what everybody else is doing. Like you can also choose and shape what you want your holiday to look like. Even if you're spending time at other people's house, yes, you're their guests and everything, but if you need to take some space, then you can do that too. So don't be afraid to set those boundaries to do what's healthy for you as well. All right, number two, look for opportunities to serve and to love others. So make your presence a gift to the people around you. And I think focusing on how we can love and serve and help others instead of any negativity or discomfort, you know, acknowledging it, but focusing on, okay, can we help the host in the kitchen with some dishes? Can we take a load off, you know, somebody? Can we support someone who needs, who tends to take on a lot themselves? Can we initiate a conversation maybe with somebody who is, feel, may feel kind of isolated or alone a bit more? So looking for those opportunities to love and serve and, and then maybe even bringing your family together to love and serve other people like through community service or something like that could be a good way to um, connect. Number three, come prepared with life-giving questions. So, you know, if if we tend to have those conversation topics that come up that are either uncomfortable or awkward or get a little bit uh, tense, then it can help to just have some of these like different questions that can really foster meaningful connection in mind and conversation in mind. And so, you know, maybe it's questions for different family members about your dreams, their lives, the things that bring them joy, their interests, you know, maybe wisdom from things that they've learned in the past, some common interests that you might share, how they might be currently struggling, what they're going through. So it's more than small talk or those tense topics that we want to tend to avoid or negativity. So these are things that we can redirect it to and open-ended questions are always better because if it feels awkward to have a conversation with somebody and it feels like the conversation isn't going very far open-ended questions can help with that number four is to know where your worth comes from you're a beloved daughter of god you are a woman of unconditional worth nothing can change this 
your value is not in how much you please other people to include your family members especially your family members the praise or attention that you receive how likable you are your body your achievements the approval of your family members and there's a healthy level of detachment from other people's opinions that i think is so important to honor our own values and honor our own journey but at the same time you deserve to be treated with dignity and respect and you can communicate your standards when whenever a line is crossed what is okay and what is not and knowing your worth is critical in that number five take care good care of yourself and so don't be afraid and don't deny yourself filling your own cup too you know and i think it is an art to be firm with kind of the non-negotiables of our routine especially when we are in like you know changing travel seasons or different things like that but i think it's important to have this sort of firmness but fluidity and so it's like this we're receptive to and adaptable to what's going on around us and the needs of the people around us but we're also firm in the things that are going to make sure that our cup is filled too so that we can pour out to the people around us being too rigid can create extra stress and anxiety and kind of make us on edge in different environments or different schedules but having no routine and no kind of grounding or anchoring um, habits to take care of ourselves will mean that like our whole center of balance is going to be off we're going to feel a lot probably a lot more exhausted a lot more stressed a lot more depleted our cup is not going to be filled in those little ways and this could be everything from time for stillness and prayer time for exercise time for sleep any other self-care time because these things are what are going to enable us to show up with a spirit of generosity of more patience more presence more energy and more contribution to the people around us and then managing expectations and communicating boundaries with others about you know what you might create need to create space for in terms of your own needs is really important so something is better than nothing for those healthy habits so if you know like you want to exercise you know five days a week or so or four or five days a week then just setting that kind of intention and communicating that maybe with the people who you're going to be around and inviting them along or whatever it is like there's a lot of great ways that we can do that that are tactful but it kind of gives them the expectation of hey i'm going to be you know maybe over the first couple hours in the morning like that's kind of my time i will ease into the day so that's what you can expect of me you know and if there's anything that we're going to do as a family just that's when the conversation can happen so that you know so it doesn't have to be like a point of tension or of unmet expectations from anybody's end all right number six is to protect your peace so you are made for internal peace regardless of your external circumstances so this is another thing that goes back to boundaries but consider what is actually worth your mental and emotional and physical energy what boundaries can you set to protect your peace what tasks could you delegate or let go of what do you not need to be carrying around to include pressures to be perfect pressures to go above and beyond to do more and more and more I think the more we pile on our plate, the less space we actually have to enjoy the real reason for this holiday season, right? So how might, you know, you be applying extra pressure on yourself that you don't need to carry? Another thing to protect our peace is holding other people accountable. And so again, the boundary conversation, really critical. And then also being ready to excuse yourself when needed or if needed without guilt for that. So keep things in perspective, let yourself, you know, feel and acknowledge the feelings, but remain in a state of gratitude amidst those things that might be frustrating and take the time to process your thoughts and emotions and then recalibrate as needed because then you can channel them in a more helpful direction when you allow them to be processed instead of spilling over into your relationships and causing extra stress, tension, resentment, any of those kinds of things. 
Number seven, pray for grace. Pray for all the grace. We need to pray without ceasing. Ceasing. That's what we are called to do. And so pray for more grace through it all. You know, pray for peace and joy amidst whatever the challenges come of this season. Pray for your cup to be filled by the Lord first. Pray for him to enter into any of those places in your heart that feel broken or burdened or wounded and any areas of hurt, of sorrow, of brokenness, of you know loneliness. Pray for your heart to just make more room for and radiate the light of Jesus this Christmas. And with the birth of Christ, ask for the Holy Spirit to reveal what God wants to birth in your heart this season too. I think that can be really, really powerful as something to reflect on. You know, obviously the birth of Christ is the focus, but it's also this kind of rebirth. Like each of us can enter into the new beginnings that Christ can bring in a special way during the Christmas season and also as the new year comes around. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in all circumstances give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. I love that verse from Thessalonians. So may you give from a place of overflow and bless everyone around you this holiday season. And this is something that has come up time and time again in my group coaching community, in our one-on-one sessions. And so, you know, creating the space to have these meaningful conversations together where we can talk through the hard things of this is the difficulty of our family relationships. This is how hard it is when we don't share the same faith and values. When, you know, we have become a new person, but we're still being labeled as who we used to be. When we tend to regress maybe into certain behaviors and we get triggered by certain things and we're much more emotionally volatile. We are sort of descending into certain unhealthy habits, those kinds of things. And oftentimes it can be so helpful to have a group of women around you to build you up when you're going through those things, to lift you up and to say, no, I affirm who you are and who you decide to be and who you want to be. And you know, just because your family might say you're too blah, 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 or you're still blah, 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 or you're not enough blank, we can affirm that you have unconditional worth and your identity is in Christ. It's not in any of those things maybe that you might be still being labeled as. Those are, those are hard things. Those are really hard things, but I can't express enough how life-changing it is having a community of growth-minded and like-minded women to walk alongside to create the space to have those conversations together. So if you want to join us, soon we will be actually having a really wonderful goal-setting reflection on this past year and a dreaming workshop going into the new year. So I'll share more information about that in the show notes below. But if this was helpful to you, I encourage you to share it with a friend who might benefit from it too. And I'm sending you love, my friend, and I will connect with you again soon. I hope you loved this episode today, sister. I pray it encouraged you, strengthened you, stretched you, and blessed you in some way today. If so, would you mind stopping right now and sharing this episode with a friend who would benefit from it too? I would also love if you could take just about 30 seconds to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I'd love to hear what spoke to your heart the most. And lastly, go ahead and grab your free resources linked in the show notes to meet you wherever you're at in the season. Whether it's fitness through pregnancy and postpartum, dreaming and goal setting in an integrated way through motherhood, or overcoming the overwhelm, I got you covered. There you'll also find everything you need to know about working with me through either of my programs whenever you're ready to take that next step. I'll see you in a few days. Go fight the good fight, friend.